welcome to The Challenges of Change, the podcast where we explore the transformative journey towards self-improvement and personal growth. I'm your host, Laura, a mindset coach in the health and fitness industry, here to guide you through the hurdles that life throws at you. In each episode, we'll delve into practical strategies and insightful discussions to help you manage stress, regulate your emotions, upgrade your mindset, and ultimately reclaim your sense of worth. I'm thrilled to have you join me on this journey of change, challenges, and self-discovery. Welcome back, and thank you again for tuning in to another episode of The Challenges of Change. Today is a really important topic because it's one that we all face, and I'm talking about discomfort. Let's face it, nobody likes to feel uncomfortable. I'm personally not a huge fan of it, but whether we like it or don't like it, doesn't really change whether we experience it or not. It's just part of the life experience, regardless of how we feel about it. So it's inevitable, but we try to avoid it like the plague because we don't like it. And because of how we've been raised and the state of our current culture, we are very, very adamant about seeking pleasure and trying to avoid pain, which is part of the midbrain's, you know, trifecta. But if we can't escape discomfort, regardless of how we end up you know, living our life or the choices that we make, it feels kind of victim-y, kind of disempowering. And I want to suggest that we've been misunderstanding discomfort. So let's zoom out, if you will. What is discomfort really? And we can't use the word discomfort to describe discomfort. So when I think of discomfort... It's a feeling that is unwelcomed in my experience that normally arises around things I don't have a lot of experience around. And I think that's a key. So if you think about what you categorize in within your comfort zone and not within your comfort zone, what actually creates the difference? Experience. I remember when I was a kid, probably like 12 or 13, my mom was trying to get me to start calling to make my own hair appointments, something simple that now I do regularly. But when I was 12 or 13, I remember that felt really uncomfortable to me. And now I don't even think about it. That's because I've had you know 20 years of calling to make my own hair appointment. And I know that's a silly example, but it's the same thing or Think about a new job. Even if you've had years of experience in that job, when you get into the new role, you want to do well, but every business has their own flow, their own set of expectations. So you're not really clear about your daily tasks and how you want to create your own flow within the structure. Probably makes you a little uncomfortable because you don't have the experience there. But after a few months and after a few years, It's really comfortable because you know what's expected of you. So when we look at discomfort, 
what we're really talking about is inexperience. So let's think about how we tend to respond to discomfort. We run, we hide, we avoid, we distract, we numb, we don't want it. It is not welcome. But this avoidance, this distraction, this numbing, the all of it, it just perpetuates the inevitable discomfort. If anything, it creates a different form of discomfort that you're more comfortable with. Stress, burnout, exhaustion. I can't tell you how many people know what they should do, know what they want to do or what path they want to move forward on, but somehow they end up distracting themselves or taking a wrong turn because they don't want to face the inevitable hurdle that will be uncomfortable between where they are and where they want to go. And I get it. I've had different hurdles and I've backed away from some of them throughout my life because I wasn't ready for them. But if you're not ready, it's totally fine. But that also means you need to find clarity within yourself for when you will be ready to face that inevitable, uncomfortable obstacle. But if you think about how you've been responding to discomfort, running, hiding, avoiding, distracting, it really does create excess mental energy that creates burnout. And I remember I was talking to one of my clients I met at a networking event and he owns a real estate company. And he was telling me that he had this number in his head that once he got to this number financially within his personal finances, then he'd be able to take his foot off the gas and enjoy his life. Now, previously in the conversation, he'd also mentioned that he gets uncomfortable when he's not busy with clients. And that's when he tends to stress out the most. And so I asked him once he told me about that financial number, not necessarily the specifics of it, but that it existed. I asked him, so you're waiting to get to this number, but you get really uncomfortable when you're not busy and that makes you feel stressed. So what makes you think when you get to that number, you're not going to feel like you're not doing enough? And he kind of paused and he looked at me and he goes, I don't know. He goes, shoot, what do I do? And my exact response was, work with me. Actually, it was meditate, but he did that. And then he started working with me. And now we've been able to create a different flow where he's able to find balance moving forward and recognize the pings of discomfort as inexperience, which in his experience is great. Him not being busy makes him uncomfortable, meaning his comfort is being busy with clients. So it's uncomfortable because he doesn't have a lot of experience not having clients, which speaks to his success overall. And once he started to view it that way, he looked at those not busy weeks that he was feeling uncomfortable with as actually opportunities to recover and enjoy his time. And that's exactly the point. When I was able to shine the light and show him, this is a good scenario you're uncomfortable not being busy, which speaks to your overall level of success, it created comfort within him rather than interpreting the same exact signal as, oh no, I'm not doing enough. So I want you to pause and think for a second. Think about when you view discomfort in your day-to-day life. 
if you were to change that terminology to, I don't have a lot of experience with this, how would that shift how you think about it or how you approach the uncomfortable obstacle? What I know is from my personal experience working with discomfort as a human being and working with clients, it makes me feel drastically empowered because it tells me exactly what I need at the same time. And it makes perfect sense to me. I shouldn't be comfortable with something I don't have a lot of experience with. That that seems pretty logical. I accept that as, yeah. I have to try these things to learn how to do them. I didn't tie my shoe the first time I tried. And I can write with my right hand, but if you ask me to do it with my left, it is not legible. Let's just put it that way. But that's exactly the point. And I heard this on a podcast the other day. Someone was talking about how to parent, not specifically how to parent, but how to create certain characteristics within children. And he said, we want resilient children but we try to fix their problems. We want patient children, but we give them what they want when they ask for it. We want our children to have these characteristics for all the right reasons, but we rob them of the opportunities to create those skills, to create that psychology. And the same is true with adults. We've been so busy avoiding discomfort. What we're good at, what we have skills with is distracting ourselves, avoiding discomfort, burning ourselves out. What we need to do is brave the uncomfortableness of inexperience because that really is what lies between where you are now and where you want to go is the discomfort of a lack of experience. But if you realize this is what I have to endure to get to this other side, it's either A, going to tell you what really matters to you because if you're not really willing to endure it, what else, what's on the other side isn't super important. And that's okay. It's just telling you what matters. But between what we want and where we are, if we don't have experience with it, it's going to be uncomfortable. That's just a psychological no. So then if we're going to experience discomfort regardless of life and we can also want to strive within our life to excel, whether that be within our family life, within our personal life, in our personal health, in our business, whatever it might be, how do we go about it? I think the first step is accepting that discomfort is inevitable and not trying to avoid the inevitability. You running, hiding, numbing, distracting, it's just chasing you and burning you out. So, Our power comes through first accepting it's inevitable and then using it to add greater purpose to our life. So let me tell you what I mean by that. I remember when I launched my first group coaching course, I gravely misunderstood all the different steps that it would take to uh, have a successful launch. Fortunately for myself, I work with a business manager who is super awesome, and she really helped steer me in the right direction. But my lack of awareness landed me in a pickle. I had two months to get 87 big things done. And I remember leaving my call with my business manager, 
and kind of having a mini panic attack being like, I don't know if I can do this. Fast forward a couple hours later, I was at my chiropractor and I found myself telling her all the 87 things on my to-do list. And then I had this drop-in moment, like she doesn't fucking care. Why the hell am I telling her about my to-do list? No one cares about my to-do list besides maybe my husband, maybe. So it grounded me and I apologized to my chiropractor. And then I went back to my car and I zoomed out. I was uncomfortable with the reality of my experience. I felt overwhelmed by my reality. Did that make it less real? No. Did that mean I didn't have all these things to get done in two months? No. So these were my unchangeable circumstances. I was going to endure the discomfort regardless. My power, your power, is in how you choose to experience the discomfort. And I thought about that. My current mindset was stuck in fear and stress. I was doubting myself. I was fearing I wouldn't be able to get it done and get it done to the magnitude that, you know, I feel confident with, that I can put my name on. I was just stressed and it was like a tidal wave in my brain. But having the benefit of being a coach, I know how to, you know, play around in there and work some magic. And I asked my brain to find evidence of the contrary, to show me moments where I was successful and I was able to get a lot of things done in a short period of time. And fortunately, I actually have a lot of evidence for that. And my brain was able to pop things up left and right. And I was like, hmm, here I am doubting myself, but I actually have more evidence that when there's something that's important to me that I have to get done, I show up, I kick ass, and I get there. So why am I actually doubting myself? And it showed me that the discomfort was being run by fear. So I asked myself, how would I be thinking about this scenario if I was believing in myself? And the next thought that came to my brain was, when I finish these 87 things in my two months, I'm going to look at my list and I'm going to use it as a reminder of what I'm capable of. Because clearly I was forgetting what I was capable of. I went home, wrote out my to-do list in the order of how I wanted things to get done. Looked at my RBG poster, told her I would make her proud. I got to work and I finished it in six weeks. Was I tired at the end? Sure. But I was also proud. And I still have that to-do list on my wall. And it reminds me what I'm capable of. So how do you approach discomfort? Realize you have a choice. Choice in how you experience it. You can resist it, which is going to make it harder for you. You can fight against it. You can run from it, which is just going to create more stress, more burnout, more energy. Or you can face it. It's kind of like uh, the cow, how cows and buffalo respond to a storm. I don't know if you've heard this before, but they both can sense a storm coming. What cows do when they sense a storm run coming is they run away from the storm. And what they end up experiencing is a longer experience of the storm because they eventually get caged in and then have to endure the entire storm. Whereas what buffalo do is they charge straight through the storm, ultimately minimizing their overall experience of said storm. And I'm suggesting you do the same with discomfort. 
The other gift that discomfort has is it's bringing you to your conscious present awareness. We are very good at automating a lot of different things and living in autopilot. But when we're making really important life choices, autopilot isn't the best mode for us to do that in. What discomfort does, because we don't have a lot of experience with it, because these things are important to us, it brings us into our conscious awareness, into the frontal cortex of our brain, which is responsible for our higher order association functions, such as memory, self-control, self-expression, et cetera. That's where we want to be making choices from. Sometimes the discomfort is a gift for you to choose how you want to show up, how you want to proceed through a really hard choice, whatever that might be. So yeah, it's uncomfortable. But if you're very afraid of being uncomfortable, it means you're not believing in your resilience. If you're going to endure discomfort, regardless of how you look at it, isn't it more empowering to face it on your terms? That's for you to decide. What I'll say is Mark Manson writes in his book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, that we need to choose our suffering. And I think this is very much aligned with that. He gives the example of family. It's common knowledge that when you have children, uh, they are expensive. You do not sleep that much. And you endure a lot of stress in terms of some of the negatives. There's also an abundance of positives. But those are very well-known negatives. Yet we choose that because we believe in the good that comes with children. We're in that example, we're choosing how we want to endure suffering within our life. You're going to be facing uncomfortable moments throughout your day-to-day life. If you ask yourself the question of how do I want to experience this and be patient and listen to your brain, you're going to get options and you're going to be able to empower yourself and be able to believe in yourself and build confidence. But that starts with acceptance and awareness. So my tip for you is practice noticing and calling out when you're feeling uncomfortable. And rather than running from it, face it and choose how you want to experience this moment of growth. Because growth, we experience via discomfort because we don't have experience with it. If discomfort in and of itself, that word kind of makes you pull back, swap it out for inexperience. Because then it's a different understanding in your brain. But your power comes in how you choose to face it. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Challenges of Change. And make sure you tune in next week because we are going to be talking about how values shape your life. You're not going to want to miss it. Thank you again for listening. Please make sure you subscribe or share this with a friend so we can share the health I hope to see you again. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the challenges of change. If you're ready to stop stressing and reclaim your sense of worth, be sure to visit my website at www.changebychallenge.com. There, you'll find loads of resources, blog posts, and information on how to work with me, Tora, as your personal mindset coach. Remember, 
If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Don't let burnout or any other obstacle hold you back from living your best life. Take the first steps towards positive transformation today. Thank you again for listening. Stay confident, stay inspired, and embrace the challenges of change. Until next time.